Well, hello there. It is great to see you again and welcome back to another installment of Advance Your Wealth with Homer Smith. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. It's great to have you with us. And we've got Homer, obviously the star of our show. He'll be joining me momentarily. Uh, but look, first and foremost, as always, want to take a moment and thank you guys for joining us here for another conversation, whether that be you know on a podcasting platform or video platform after the fact, or if you are joining us, you're coming in now here on the Facebook live stream. We do appreciate you. Uh, if you are live with us, we encourage you to leave us a question or a comment and Homer and I can always carve out some time towards the end of the show to acknowledge uh, any of those questions or comments and get them answered for you. Um, so feel free to chime in at any point. But hey, uh, that being said, um, as you know, this show, we we go through a different wealth management related topic each time Homer and I get together. And today, uh, you know, pretty apropos topic, especially as we're getting ready to roll into the new year here. Topic surrounding today's conversation is really just finding the right wealth manager for you. You've heard Homer and I say, you know, and speak to this at length about, you know, a wealth manager and your wealth plan really need to be custom tailored to you. You know, the, the various intricacies of your life, those goals and aspirations that you hope for, everything surrounding that wealth plan should be custom tailored towards you. So today we're talking about finding the right wealth manager for you. And luckily we've got Homer to steer the ship here on that conversation today. So let's go ahead and bring him on. Homer, good to see you. Welcome aboard. Hey, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm good. Can't complain. We're getting ready to close out the year here. Uh, you know, we've got got Christmas coming up soon. Um, but no, it's uh, it's been a busy time probably for so many people. And and I like the conversation today because it is it's kind of a nice reset button on the on the question and and the topics that we have surrounding wealth management. It's it all starts with your wealth manager, right? It's finding the right one for you. So, Homer, to get into our conversation today, let's start by just talking about the key challenges that a lot of people have, and and what it seems like it's it's two of them. It's how to evaluate the experience of a given wealth manager before somebody begins working with them. So really sizing them up. And then the other challenge that seems to pop up for many people is this idea of determining whether or not the advice that you're getting and the solutions you're getting are ones that you truly need. So Homer, talk to us about these challenges. What are you seeing on this front? Yeah, those, you know, obviously important concerns to address. And when I, the way I look at it is... Uh, for you to optimize your financial world, to really make sure everything is really working together as effectively as it possibly can, choosing the right wealth manager is going to be one of the most important, you know, really, if not the most important decision you can make to help make sure that you're going to be on track uh, for doing that. There's just so many things going on uh, from tax planning, estate planning, asset protection, investments. Uh, our world is constantly changing. So really having that person that you trust that can help you navigate all of that, quiet the noise, help you focus on what's most important to you is is going to be critical. And then, you know, right on top of that is is some of those other things that uh, Ryan mentioned. You know, some of the opportunities that you might be missing, or some of the gaps in your current plan that might be sitting there if you're not working with the right wealth manager that can really address that from a holistic standpoint. So Homer, going back to some of these issues that that sometimes can arise when somebody might not be working with the right wealth manager for them, could you maybe give us an example of an issue that goes often unnoticed at times? Absolutely. There's a couple issues. Well, there's many issues, but I'd say the two most common that we see in almost every situation are are things first and foremost around estate planning. And unfortunately, you know, it's too late for you. Uh, oftentimes by the time that you know there's an issue because you know it's really your heirs that are going to be dealing with the fallout of any um, gaps uh, uh, that were being uh, missed 
uh, within your estate plan. And also on the asset protection side, it's kind of the same thing. You often don't know until it's too late and until that lawsuit's filed. And until you're in court, you don't necessarily know whether you've got an adequate asset protection plan in place. And so those are often areas that we see that just aren't really addressed by by, by most wealth managers. Roger that. And and Homer, we talk about issues that pop up, different strategies that are, you know, can be offered to help bolster somebody's current plan. But I feel like a big part of this conversation lies within the actual characteristics of the wealth managers that we choose to work with. Right. So what would you say then are maybe some of the the key traits that a, you know, an elite wealth manager would carry that somebody should be on the lookout for? For those looking for what I would say a truly high caliber you know, wealth manager, there's a few areas that you want to make sure are really addressed. Uh, the first area is going to be integrity. And I think that's first and foremost, it's what's their what's their level of honesty and what's their moral principles that they live by and, and manage their, their, their business by. Uh, I think another hugely important one, obviously, to hit these very complex uh, goals that you have is going to be integrity or excuse me, competence. So do they actually have the ability to do a great job for you and do they have the experience of working with clients like you um, is the third one so experience not only in um, length of service how long have they been doing this uh, but really do they have the ability to develop deep relationships with you and the other people in your life so it's really those three things that are that i would say are the most important got it homer so so really to recap those three integrity competence and then of course experience being that third and final one let's let's break each one down because i feel like there is you know it's worth unpacking each one of them. the first you mentioned was integrity what you know let's use me as an example what would i look for homer that would tell me that the current wealth manager that i'm sizing up you know has the the adequate level of integrity yeah integrity has to be top on the list when sizing up wealth managers. If you think about, I mean, we're dealing with you know, your life savings, your your business uh, and all of the important people in your life. And so, you know, making sure that somebody is, you know, extremely um, honest and has that highest level of integrity is going to be the most important uh, factor. So, you know, some of the things that you can think about are some of the questions that you might be able to ask and dive into are, you know, has your wealth manager run afoul with regulators? And if so, why, you know, have have they had lawsuits with clients before? And same thing, if so, why? Uh, and ha- do they have the ability to provide powerful references, not just clients, but other professionals that they work with that can uh, provide you some confidence that this person operates with an extremely high level of integrity? And, and so I think there's some other areas to think about as well that th- questions that may not seem as um, common, but I think are just as important is, you know, as a wealth manager, why would you ever fire a client? What would be the circumstances that would lead you to not wanting to work with an existing client? And, you know, I think there's times where clients would prefer uh, to uh, go into the, the deep gray area and maybe suggest solutions and strategies, maybe that have come from other professionals that start crossing ethical lines and maybe even start crossing legal lines. And as an advisor, are you willing to, to let those clients go when they put you in that position? And then I think another one is, you know, what are you willing to not do um, and or what will you not do? And I think this really uh, is very similar to the other one. But, you know, where are those lines that you're not willing to cross as an advisor um, on things that you're doing within your business or, or recommendations that you're making that ultimately could uh, 
cost money and, and, and lead to our clients not achieving their goals because that strategy ultimately was found not to be legal and, and unwound uh, a whole amount of, of mess on a client that that could mm-hmm. prevent them from achieving their goal. So so those are all of the things I think that wrap around integrity. So that honesty and and really, you know, where do they draw the line as an advisor? Yeah, a lot of good questions there just for somebody to consider when sizing up the integrity of a given wealth manager. And Homer, one thing that you and I have really hit hard on this show is is that human element right within the conversations that a wealth manager brings to the table with their clients. They want to really get to know their goals, their values on a deep level. Uh, but that second you know, key characteristic that you mentioned was competence. So while, yes, the human element it plays a big role, obviously, we want to be working uh, with wealth managers that are highly skilled professionals. Talk to me a little bit about this importance of yes they can be empathetic they can be caring but competence boy is that a big one as well right so you know most of the clients that we work with are dealing with pretty complex situations and so you know having somebody that's got the technical expertise to deal with you know whether it's investment management but all of those other areas that we mentioned before tax planning estate planning asset protection charitable giving and all of the having the, the technical expertise and the team around them that can really deliver that um, level of technical expertise and competence is important but to your point you know competence doesn't end there you have to really be able to bring strong relationships to the table as well and, and be able to deliver on those strategies and that you're putting in front of, uh, of a client so just the combination of both of those the ability to bring that technical expertise and strong relationships is really what uh, competence is all about to me so in getting a little deeper into this realm of competence, Homer, could you take us through maybe how somebody should evaluate a given advisor's like level of technical competence? Like how would you go about doing that? Yeah, it's it's one of those things that's intangible initially until you hire yeah. your advisor and really dive into your plan. It, it's hard to confirm it, right? But there's some basic things, obviously, what's their educational background? Um, you know, do they have any specialized licenses, designations? You know, I have a bunch of letters after my name. I do think those are really important. I think they show uh, a level of commitment by an advisor. They're not the only thing, though. I think there's a lot of other things. How involved are you in the industry? What are you doing to continue to develop your skills and knowledge in, in those critical, uh, really complex areas? You know, have you been involved in, in, in any publications? Are you writing um, and, and showing your knowledge out there to the world? And really, I think another big one is have you are you recognized by other professional peers and whether that's a CPA or an attorney, you know, are, do they recognize you as one of the top professionals in their area? And that's really to me, you know, a lot of our clients come from um, referrals, introductions from other professionals, which you know to me is a is a key indicator there that you know that's really uh, showcasing from that other professional's angle that hey this this advisor uh, really has that. Uh, technical expertise, that competence uh, that you're looking for in that. So I think that's uh, that's really a critical part. You know, I think as you dive deeper into that, so you know, no one person can be the end-all, be-all knowledge source for every client. Right. There's just too much going on in a complex client's world. So really, it's not just your your primary wealth manager, but what's their team look like? Who else does he or she have on their team? What are their you know, very specific experts uh, do they bring in and what are their credentials? And do they, do they have a wide breadth uh, of knowledge and expertise on, on all the areas that we address and not just have kind of a, a one size fits all solution uh, across the board? So um, I, think, I think those are, are really critical. And then uh, at the end of the day though, 
you know, and, and this is why I think having that team approach and looking at the big picture is important. It's really that holistic approach and looking at um, things from many different angles and being able to, to look at it from a big picture. And oftentimes there could be highly technical experts, but their focus is on one solution. And so oftentimes, you know, everything looks like a nail to them and they're the hammer. And so while that solution might fit, in that particular situation, it may not be the very best because they didn't look at it from all of those other angles. So it's really right. um, being able to bring that entire um, holistic, comprehensive view uh, to the picture is really what I think is is kind of the last component of that that needs to be there. Sure, I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Just that idea of the team looking at the wealth managers team, and, and that kind of segues me back into my my question of and what what you had kind of alluded to earlier is that idea and that power and ability for a wealth manager to build strong relationships. Talk to me now that you've set the you know set the scene for the importance of having that team. Boy, does it ever now show its you know its head and being so important to have a wealth manager that builds those those strong relationships. Talk to me about you know your experience with building some strong relationships, developing that team. How important is that to you guys at Convergent Wealth? Well, it's it's really important, and really it's two sides of developing those relationships. The first part is that relationship with you as the client, and. It, you know, that human element you mentioned earlier. So our role is to get to know, you know, everything and everyone that's important to you and everything and everyone that would be impacted by your financial decisions. And only by getting to know you at that level, are we able to really present solutions that we know are right for you. And the really critical part to that is actually get you to implement them. And so if we can develop that relationship and trust with our clients, um, we actually can pull them across the finish line. And it's actually something we've been talking a lot about with our team lately that you know, our clients are dealing with a lot. They're, they're successful, really busy entrepreneurs, business owners. And one of the main reasons that they're bringing us in is they know that they are having gaps and opportunities they're missing and they need the right team that can pull them across the finish line and actually get things done. So that's a really uh, critical part with the client themselves, that that relationship. But then it's also with the entire team of professionals around them. And so, you know, because we deal in so many areas for the client, tax, legal, uh, you know, asset protection, we also deal with all of their other professionals. And it's really important that we can collaborate well and work well together in order to bring the very best solutions to the table. And same thing, actually get clients to take action to do what's in their best interest. And by really bringing that team approach and building those deep relationships across the board really allows us to do that. I love that, Homer. And, and let's let's transition here now to that third and final point and key characteristic that you mentioned, and that's experience. Uh, obviously, you want somebody to have experience, but I, what I'm gathering from our conversation today is that I'm 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 feeling like your the the idea of experience in your mind is is a very specific type of experience that they should be bringing to the table. Talk to me about this idea of experience from your lens. Yeah, so I mean, experience can mean a lot of different things. You know, when I started my career. I was pretty young in the business and I, one of the managers I was working with mentioned, you know, uh, really uh, there's a difference between experience and experiences. And that if you're doing something many times in a short amount of time, you might actually be better at that than somebody who hasn't done it in five years, even if they've been in the business for 20. And so there's this combination. Yes, somebody needs to be um, experienced and, and ideally to, to deal with the complex um, situations we deal with. You probably need to have been in this industry for a bit to do that. But really, it's that next part of that is how much experience do they have in a particular situation that you're that you as the client actually are dealing with. 
So for me, it's business owner. So, you know, uh, how many other business owner clients do I work with? And so whatever your situation that you're dealing with, the wealth manager you're wanting to uh, interview and, and discuss that with is, do they actually work with clients like you at, you know, your particular situation that deal with the same kind of objectives, concerns, challenges that you're facing? And obviously the, the level of wealth matters as well. Do they deal with clients that have the same time of type of complexity that you're dealing with. So um, I think that's that's a really important part. So it's not just how many years, how many designations that they have, but you know, how often are they actually working with clients just like you or in your very similar situation? And you know, why do they like working with clients like you? What is it about um, your situation that they really enjoy? You know, is it a large percentage of their clients? Are you one of, you know, just a couple of their overall clients? Um, what, you know, how do you work? What kind of solutions do you typically deliver? I think is another important part of that. So what, you know, getting a good sense for, you know, what are the typical strategies and ideas and solutions they're going to be uh, bringing to the table. And then, as I mentioned earlier, another really important part of that is, you know, how do you work with others? You know, again, most of the clients that we end up getting introduced to already are working with a, another team of professionals and they want to know that their wealth manager is going to be someone that can integrate seamlessly into that group and actually enhance uh, what that overall uh, group is doing. So again, it's not just about years. It's not just about designations. It's really about their level of expertise and uh, ability to work with clients in the same situation that you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Th thank you. I appreciate you, you know, kind of peeling back that curtain, talking a little bit about each of these three, because you're right, Homer, boy, do they, you know, these are these massive char characteristics that somebody wants to see in a wealth manager when they're going through this process of sizing them up. And like we said at the very top of the show, the conversation is all about finding the right wealth manager for you. These are three characteristics that you would want to see in a wealth manager that you might one day work with. And uh, so, Homer, I appreciate you, you know, kind of peeling back that curtain, sharing some of this information with us. And let's say this conversation is resonating with somebody in our audience today that's, you know, watching this, listening to this, and maybe they're interested in reaching out to you and your team at Convert to maybe just even continue this conversation, see if maybe there's a fit between you and them. Uh, how would they best go about reaching out to you guys just to get that ball rolling? I'd say the best way always for us is uh, is email uh, for our initial conversation to start the ball rolling. And and, and so Homer, H-O-M-E-R at convergentwealth.com uh, is our, our email. Uh, obviously our website, uh, convergentwealth.com is a great place to get all sorts of great information um, as well. All our, our blogs and, and all of the information that we're discussing today is all up there as well. But, but send me an email. We'd love to chat with you and love to see if uh, what the way that we work with our clients would be an approach that would be uh, good for you. And, and if our background experience, competence uh, all matches up with what you're looking for. Homer, you've been doing this quite a while. Uh, I'm sure you've had a handful of these types of conversations, especially during some of your discovery meetings with potential new clients, just about, you know, maybe the wealth manager that they came from and, uh, you know, sizing up to whether or not there is a real fit between you and the client. If you're going to leave our audience with one final thought today about that process of finding the right wealth manager for you, any final thoughts, uh, you know, words of wisdom to leave a client, uh, you know, uh, somebody that's out there looking for the right wealth manager with. Yeah, I mean, it can be tough. I mean, we, we've had a number of clients that have had long-term, long-standing relationships with their investment advisor. And, you know, as we go through our discovery process and, and our first summary of re and review of their gaps and opportunities, we often find a lot of issues that haven't been presented uh, to them before. And so it's always a, a tough conversation to, you know, decide, are we, are we going to, you know, make a change from an existing advisor to, to work with with you. And I think at the end of the day, you just got to ask yourself, you know, who's going to be the one that's going to help you get to the most important goals that you have and get to that optimal financial world. 
And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what's most important. And, and I know relationships and, and trust and, and uh, loyalty can be really important, but at the end of the day, it's you and your family. And that's what it's really all about. And so our goal is, is at the end of the day, we want to become uh, friends and develop deep relationships with our clients. But to me, most importantly, before that is helping them achieve their goals. And that's who you got to work with. You got to work with the people that are going to really focus on your goals and getting you to where you want to get to. Awesome. All right. Well, Homer, look, really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to be with us and talk about this topic of finding the right wealth manager. Uh, you know, wish, you know, obviously very happy holidays to you and your family and uh, looking forward to getting together for the next conversation. Sounds good. Thanks, Ryan. All right. Thank you, Homer. And look, hey, we want to take one final moment, of course, to thank you, our audience, for jumping on board today, whether it was on the Facebook live stream with us or after the fact on a podcasting or video platform. All the same, we appreciate you being here. Uh, and do me a favor, if you like today's show, you benefited from the conversation, comment on the show, subscribe to it, share this information with friends, family, business owners like Homer mentioned that may benefit from conversations like these. Because at the end of the day, these conversations are meant for you. It's meant to help advance your wealth to living that amazing life of significance that Homer and I talk about so much on this show. So for Homer Smith, I'm Ryan Ruff. We thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of Advance Your Wealth. Have a great day and we'll see you on the next one. All opinions expressed by Homer Smith are solely Smith's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Integrated Wealth Concepts, LLC, Integrated, or its parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by Smith on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Smith as a specific inducement to make particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Smith's opinions are based on information he considers reliable, but neither integrated nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Smith, integrated, its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Smith's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither Smith nor Integrated guarantees any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed by Smith or anyone else. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or in the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned by Smith. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. Investment advice offered through Integrated Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. Integrated Financial Partners provides investment advisory services through several doing business as names. The information in this material is for general information only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Integrated Financial Partners does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice, or services. Please consult your legal tax advisor regarding your specific situation.